It's easy to understand, it's bite-sized, and we're not sitting up here super polished and trying to look perfect on an Instagram. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 49, and today we are sharing all of our secrets behind starting a podcast. And it's kind of funny, we're giggling as we started um, recording this podcast episode because we are actually not together today recording the podcast, which normally we're together, but First given time. schedules and everything, yeah, first time, given our schedules and everything, we weren't able to make it work this time. So I, I was talking to Abby and I was like, okay, we're doing this Zoom. And everybody knows that she's like, when you start recording, she's like recording in progress. So I asked Abby, I was like, so should I have a little pause before I like start diving into the intro? And she giggled and she goes like a millennial pause. So I'm not sure if any of you know what the hell this is, but clearly Abby and I are millennials. So we're in this, this genre and we are old and whatever, but we're being made fun of by the younger ones that we, ha- we just have this pause before, like we hit record and we have a small pause because we're like, okay, we got to make sure we're being recorded. And then we start. So it's called the millennial pause and they're making fun oh. of us millennials for. I first saw it on TikTok because, you know, Gen Z out there loves to just make fun of the millennials. And also before Gen Z started making fun of us, we were being made fun of by the generation above us too. I feel like everyone's just attacking millennials what were, all the time. What were they saying? It's because we're too nice. I don't know. Because we're just millennials, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they're just it's just easy to make fun of us I guess it's we're just too nice I think I don't oh, know man but so apparently I, google it or not google it tiktok it sorry that probably made me more of a millennial to say that but google search it we'll search it on tiktok search millennial pause and you will see what we're talking about and I'm I went back and like looked at our lives like our instagram lives to see if like I did it or you did if it and we absolutely true. do it we do it all the time <laughs> because we're like waiting for technology to process and that's not a thing anymore technology is super fast we don't need to wait for it but I don't think this is something that will ever go away I just feel like that's just so weird like you start recording and just jump right in I don't know I don't think I'll ever be able to do it feels too aggressive you can keep making fun of us that's fine (laughs) anyways So back to our topic after our pause, um, we're yeah talking about our secrets and starting a podcast. And it's funny because when we first sat down and uh, do when Duo was born, essentially, we one of the f- things that we were both excited about was the podcast because people love podcasts. It's a great form of content. And we were like, we have to do a podcast. We have so much good content to serve for people. And we know that our audience is going to love it. And we were just excited about the new form of content that we never really got to experience in the agency world. I don't know about you, Abby, but I don't think I ever worked on a podcast project. No, 
I don't think I don't think so at all. Yeah, that was that was not a thing. And also, I think like back in I don't it must have been the first year of our business, but we actually purchased Jenna Kutcher's podcast course to like help us get started on the podcast because we were so excited about it. And I think that sat in a folder for too long, way too long until we were finally like, we're doing this. Like, let's let's Mm -hmm. do this. (laughs) Yeah. And the course was fantastic. And actually, even after the course, you were kind of like, well, this is like this actually seems kind of simple and not as complicated as we're trying to make it. So that's one of our first things is that it seems really intimidated, but intimidating, but it's not. It is one of the easiest forms of content that we create to date. Uh, we get together, we will we'll go through our process later, but we have found that this is the easiest piece of content. We just take what we've already put out there and we repurpose a lot of it. And all we're doing in this repurposing is basically talking about it to you guys through your headphones. And then we have obviously the show notes and all of that stuff that goes with it. But those are things that we're kind of already doing already. Blog posts, social content posts. So the podcast is just this other element that we add on top of it. And again, it's been super easy. You don't need a whole lot of setup. You don't need a whole lot of time. Actually, it goes fairly quickly, especially if you set aside time and kind of batch it. And it's, I think the best thing about it is that you don't have to be as perfect. It's super conversational. That's the way we like to approach ours anyways. And I think that's what people really enjoy about it is because it is conversational. It's easy to understand. It's bite-sized and we're not sitting up here super polished and trying to look perfect on an Instagram grid or write the perfect blog post. We're just sitting here talking to you, spewing out all of this content. Not worried about our hair, how we look, you know. You should see how we look right now. (laughs) You look cute. I don't. Um, But it's it's such a, I think it can feel so overwhelming. Like you need all this crazy software and you need to understand all this crazy stuff. And you don't, like you really just don't need, you don't need that much to get started. And it's one of those things where, it's a new way to reach people. And I think this podcast are you guys all listening to it get to hear us like us in action, how we talk, like what, how we think. I feel like there's certain ways that you can really only get to know a person through actually talking to them versus just reading a blog post. Because a blog post can be finessed so many times, you can't quite always get the personality or the voice. But on a podcast, there's no denying who we are. And you either like us or you don't. And that's, I hope that since you're listening to this, you like us, but or it's something like one where... of us, maybe you don't like both of us, but at least you like one of oh, us. Oh man. Don't ever share that, please. <laughs> I would be slightly heart. curious, but uh, yeah, no, <laughs> as long as you Courtney. guys all like tell Abby. Courtney. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's like such oh, a Minnesota scary. thing. Like, I know. Ooh. Yes. Just please. I, I need to be liked. That's just like one of my, what a toxic traits. There you go. Toxic. Yeah, everybody toxic just say you like Abby. She Thank needs, you. She needs it. Please. Thanks. Um, but like you were yeah. saying, I think it's, it's also how people, um, take in content too, how people want content delivered to them. Because I can personally tell you that I would prefer to listen to a podcast about, you know, whatever the topic might be versus reading a long blog post about it, because that's just 
who I am. I'd rather listen because I know that when I'm listening, I can be doing something else versus if I'm reading an article or a blog post, I have to sit down and actually dedicate that time to that. And I can't be, I can't be multitasking. I'm a, I love to kind of multitask, which maybe isn't always great, but um, it's just easier for me to listen and take in content versus sitting down and actually reading it. So it's all about capturing your audience in different ways with your content. You're going to have some people that love to read, which is great for your blog or your social content, but you're also going to have people that love to listen, which is great for a podcast. Yeah. And we actually, I mean, speaking from an SEO perspective, we actually don't blog as much as we used to, like actually pure blogging because we just don't, like right now we just don't have the time for it. We actually have someone helping us create blog content, but we don't have the time to actually publish it at the moment, which feels Mm -hmm. crazy, but it's true. But our blog isn't suffering because all of our podcasts are repurposed as blogs. So we call them show notes in here, but they are being shared weekly onto our blog and it's great content. We break everything out that we just talked about and it's not difficult because we have the podcast to go with it. You have two ways to find us, whether you like to find us through the audio and the podcast method, or you like to find us through the written method, you can find us both ways. And one step up, this is 2023 goal of ours. You can also incorporate video. And if I wanted to show you how horrible we looked right now, like me, for (laughs) instance, you could find us on YouTube, which we will, this is 2023 goal of ours is that this one thing that you do where you record your content could be used for a podcast for YouTube for your blog. And you can even take nuggets of it, which we'll talk about in a second to share in social. So it's such an amazing form of repurposing content that saves you so much time. So, and that's not to say that we're going to be showing up on video with like makeup and all dolled up. That's not the reason we, (laughs) we don't show up on video. We just don't, um, we're just not prioritizing that right now. And we're not prioritizing YouTube, which again, like Abby said, is a 2023 goal, but do not expect that we're sitting here like, oh, we don't look good. We're not going to show up on video because you've seen us on stories and you, I mean, any client that's worked with us, I think we've had multiple clients say like, you guys are always wearing baseball caps and we're like comfortable. We've (laughs) heard that We've gotten that one. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, we like to be comfortable. We like to wear baseball caps. We really need a branded baseball cap because that's all we wear. It's like our uniform. So I was thinking about that the other day. Another 2023 goal. Let's add that to the list. Yes. So if you're listening to this episode right now, you likely either are interested in starting a podcast, maybe haven't even considered it, but like it's in the back of your brain, Um, or maybe this is just a 2023 goal and you're starting one really soon. So we want to give you kind of all of our secrets of how we brought this to life, what we did to get started, our process, all of that great stuff. So to get started, honestly, you really do not need that much. You need a good microphone. There's so many of them out there. Honestly, any kind of mic is going to be better than just your computer mic. So it doesn't matter that you don't buy the most expensive one out there. Um, We use the Blue Yeti mic, and those have worked amazing for us. We both have one. I think they're a little over $100. So it's not too crazy, Um, but they're they're awesome microphones that we use a lot. Uh, 
with that, you also need any kind of recorder. So you can use Loom, Zoom. Um, Court and I are just recording right now over Zoom with our microphone, so it doesn't need to be super complicated. Um, you can even use the recorder on your phone. Like again, they also sell um, microphones like USB-C. If you just Google it, USB-C microphones for your phone, you can just do everything on your phone. You don't need to go crazy. You can just do all the recordings right there. So those two things really help with quality. So making sure that you have high quality content is obviously very important. And then anything that is not high quality enough can be edited. So there's so many different editing softwares out there. Um, Audacity is a really popular one. If you have the Adobe suite, you can use Adobe Edition. Uh, Riverside is another one. I believe GarageBand is completely free and you can use that one on um, MacBooks. So that there's so many out there. And if you do a few YouTube tutorials, you can kind of figure out how to edit it yourself. Um, this is a process that I know a lot of people, and this was a hang up for us, was okay, we need to be able to afford an editor because this is something that we're like, like, yeah, we could learn it. We didn't want to. We just felt like it was going to add something else to our plate. And we are very much DIYers. Like, we love to do our own stuff. And it takes a lot for us to finally be like, we need to hire someone to help. Like, it takes a lot. But yes, it's necessary. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I think Abby asked me, she's like, do you want to do this? And I was like, oh, I mean, I kind of do. I kind of want to learn it. I kind of want to do it. But I also just don't know if I'm going to have time. And I didn't want to fall behind on things. I didn't want to overload myself or stress myself. So I think at that point we were like, okay, we need to hire somebody or figure this out, which yeah, absolutely. insert Glenn. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thankfully, my husband is amazing at video and therefore amazing at audio and editing, and he has a video software. So like for us, we actually don't use any of these editing softwares because he already uses a video software. I believe it's called Camtasia. Um, so that's what he uses to edit everything. Uh, when we first did our recording, we were like, okay, this is like, we need to pay between $500 to $1,000 a month for a podcast editor. Um, and we just kind of had to figure out like, okay, what are we going to prioritize in spending for our business this year? And he was sitting next to me and he's like, well, just send, send me what you recorded. Like, just let, I just want to see. And literally within like 20 minutes, he had done our intro he edited our first podcast and he was like do you like this and I was like uh yeah <laughs> this is great so you're hired <laughs> yeah she texted so, me immediately and she was just like Glenn can do this listen to it it sounds amazing and I did and I was like oh my gosh he's hired yeah absolutely so he is hired and I told him he needs to give us a good month before he decides if he ever wants to quit <laughs> <laughs> but, I would say a good yeah. like three months. Yeah, I, yeah I'm not gonna let right? him off that easy. <laughs> I know for real. So it's kind of amazing, um, just being able to like do that and leverage him. So and who knows, you might have someone in your life like I had no, and I don't think he even knew he could edit software or edit podcast episodes either. But maybe you have someone in your life who can kind of help you dig into that. Or I've heard from so many people like using GarageBand and editing them yourself is something that you can absolutely learn. So please do not let that scare you away or hold you back from starting something because I know you can build templates to like just in as long as you record in a very similar fashion every time. 
those templates can help reduce the background noise and do all the other editing things that you need. And I know there was a whole module in Jenna Kutcher's podcast course all about editing. So I did not actually, full transparency, I didn't listen to that part because I knew that we weren't going to be doing it. <laughs> so I saved myself some time. But I know that she has a whole section on that and that would definitely be worth your worth your dollars to invest in if it's something that you're looking at. So I would say uh, yeah. another quality thing before we jump onto the next one um, is the space that you're in. Just try to be smart about the space that you're recording in because we've had a few places like we've we rented a place which was really unfortunate and the vent system or the like the AC system or something was incredibly loud and it would kick in every once in a while and then it would kick off and we were like oh no like this is not great and I think Glenn had to even edit a lot of that out. I think that was like some of our first podcasts and we're like, we're sorry. Um, so yeah, now we make sure rough. that, yeah, we make sure that we're, we, we've just been doing them at each other's houses now. And we make sure that we're like in the basement where the ceilings aren't quite as high and the rooms are smaller or in the office space. I know that some people record in their closets. So really it doesn't have to be this glamorous space. You don't have to rent a space out every time. You don't need a fancy podcast room. You just need to be in a quiet space, a space that doesn't have like a lot of echo to it and you should be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. We have been craving just because like, it's nice for us to want to get out of the house and like go and actually go somewhere and batch record for a day and like get lunch and like make it a thing and have fun doing that. But there is nothing in Minnesota that we know of. So if you live in Minnesota and you know of a podcast room or a podcast conference that we can book, we'd love, we'd love to hear about it because and also, this is like maybe an opportunity if someone has space or if they want to start a new side business, like open up a podcast space <laughs> because yes, seriously. we've looked at this and we've been like, it would be so fun, like once a month or once every other month, like just to book a podcast recording studio. Um, and like Court said, we got bit in the butt on this the one time that we did it because it really wasn't truly a podcast studio recording studio and it was super loud meetings on both sides of us it was oh yeah it was really dude next to us yeah. yeah that was rough <laughs> and it was like like I said it was one of the first times we recorded recorded and we were so excited because we were like this, this is just like such a cool thing and then we were so stressed out because we were like oh my gosh we were like do we pause when this thing kicks on do we I don't know what to do here so you want to make sure like do your research on the space that you're going to be doing it in maybe even go visit it for like 10 minutes and just sit in that room and see what it's like because yeah it was just it was just a little rough and you don't want to be stressed out especially if it's your first time recording and you're in a space that's just not ideal yeah absolutely and check your mic I'm pretty sure I had it backwards one time that oh, no. caused a problem <laughs> so that can be fun but yeah overall like there a lot of the tools that you have can be semi-forgiving. So don't worry about like small noises here and there. I mean, I live right next to the airport. Airplanes are flying over all the time. And most of the time you can edit that stuff out. Um, just like loud, drastic things like big old air conditioners turning on right above your head mm -hmm. can right. cause an issue. So um, what you need, good mic, some kind of recorder, any kind of editing software. And then the next thing that you need to do is get a podcast host. So we use Podbean. 
This is essentially where all of your podcasts are going to be stored and hosted. I mean, it's just where they live. This is where you can see all the analytics of how many listeners you have a day, a week, a month, what episodes are recording, are performing great for you. Um, what are the highest number of downloads, all of that fun stuff. So you need a podcast host. There's a lot of them out there. And again, we really love Podbean. It's been a great resource and um, for us to use. And I think it's pretty affordable uh, overall just to implement that into like your overall spending of things that you need. It's alongside like all the other things like our CRM with Dubsado and Flowdesk and everything else. Um, so get yourself a podcast host and then you'll need to set yourself up on all of the various platforms. So Spotify, Apple, Google podcast, Amazon, all of the different things, make sure that you're set up there. And this is something that we learned the hard way because we didn't hire an expert to help us set up our podcast, which I know they are worth every single penny if you can afford it. So definitely do it. We didn't at the time, um, so we didn't know that it can take up to a couple weeks to verify your RSS feed once you set up your podcast. So Oops. this is, yeah, <laughs> this is something where thankfully for us, I think it happened really fast. Like I think it, it happened within a day or something. It was which really was quick. Amazing. Yeah, it was amazing, especially since we forgot about it. But don't let that happen to you because I don't know if that's a common thing or if it just happened to like work for us during that time frame. Like not that many people were uploading their content or something. Um, don't wait until the last minute. A lot of people actually launch with a trailer. So they'll have like just some kind of like, here, meet me, like what I'm all about, what this podcast is going to be all about. It can just be a five minute quick little mini episode so that your RSS feed can connect with your podcast host. And then everything you can verify, everything's being pulled into Spotify, to Apple, to Google, and that your content is there and all everything's there. And then moving forward, you can start posting your episodes. So that can be a really good strategy just to make sure that everything's set up, running efficiently, because you have to, you can't just set up your account without an episode. Like there has to be an episode first in order to have that RSS feed go through. So it sounds really old school, like RSS feed sounds like something that's super ancient, but definitely still relevant <laughs> for the podcast world. So um, those that's really all you need, honestly, in terms of like the physical things or the digital things that you need. And then I'd say the next thing is just kind of to set up your goals. Like how often are you going to release episodes? Start realistic too. Like we've been doing this for almost a year, which is super exciting. We Crazy. are coming up on that in like a month from this episode will be a year for our podcast, which is super awesome. Um, but we have a goal to do more than one a week. And hopefully that will come to life in 2023. But we knew realistically we could post one a week. And so that's what we're doing. And that's great. Like it's better than not doing anything because you couldn't like hit this astronomical goal. I know a lot of people love to post like Monday, Wednesday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, which is great and awesome, but until we have enough time to like create and batch content, we just couldn't we couldn't stick to that quite yet. So maybe in 2023 we'll be adding a Wednesdays to the queue. So we keep talking a lot about new things for 2023. We're, gonna to, we're telling our audience this; they're they're going to have to keep us accountable. I know. Please keep us accountable. <laughs> 
Um, and then plan out like your workflow and process. We're going to share a little bit of ours so that you can kind of see a sneak peek behind that. And then finally have a launch strategy. So this, again, we have amazing, amazing people in our court who love us and help us. So thankfully we weren't in the dark on all of this. And because we love you and you, we want to help you, we will share with you some of the things that we knew were really important. So you need people to listen right from the get-go. So text like on your launch day, text everyone you know, like no joke, every single person, neighbors, family, friends, distant relatives, like <laughs> everyone Tell them to go listen to the podcast and write you a review because this will help you hit the charts. And that can be a really awesome thing to make sure that your content gets out there, gets seen by more people because people go to the charts to look at and see which like which podcast they want to listen to, especially if they're searching for new new um, podcasts to look at. So this gives you visibility because right now, especially at a launch, you don't have visibility. So do not be afraid to go out there and ask everyone to go listen and write a review. <laughs> We, we were definitely not afraid. I think Abby like crafted a, a text and all we did was copy and paste that to everybody else. So sorry, everybody that got that text, it wasn't <laughs> personalized individually for you, but just make uh, that text, copy and paste it, send it to everybody. I recently did this for, I think it was for, we wanted to uh, win that podcast award just recently. Uh -huh. And so we were asking friends and family again for support because that's what you do in scenarios like this for your small business and they're happy to support you and, and be there for you. And I sent one out to all my neighbor ladies and it said, hey, family at the top because I was copying and pasting so much. And I was like, oh, yep, clearly I'm copying and pasting because I just called you guys my family. But I'm like, but you're kind of my family. So, so uh, that's but, awesome. Whatever. People love to support too. So like never feel shy about that. Like people want to support you and they want to hear what you're doing and they want to cheer you on. So share it. Like this is an awesome opportunity. So it can feel kind of like nerve wracking, but do it anyways. The worst thing is they don't respond to you or I don't know. They, I guess the worst thing is they could say something weird, but then you can decide you don't want to talk to them anymore. <laughs> But I can promise you that has not happened to Abby or yeah, I. People never. are very supportive. Yeah, never. So never be afraid about that. So that's really it. That's all you need to get started, which I know I'm long-winded. So that probably felt like a lot, but I promise and assure you it's not. We will break all of these down in the show notes too. So you can kind of steal these and add them to your workflow if you're planning on starting a podcast in 2023. Yes. And then, so the next thing we're going to talk about is just our process on, um, you know, after we have all of this set up, what does that process look like to do a podcast episode? So the first thing that we have to do obviously is source topics. So whether that be topics that we've already talked about on social or in a blog, blog post format, or um, just any like our emails, wherever that might be, we can repurpose some of that content for our podcast. We've done that plenty of times. We've realized that we've put it out there in X form, but we haven't put it out there in podcast form. So we'll do that. <clears throat> um, we'll also source topics from some of uh, the tools like Google Trends. Um, oh gosh, I'm kind of blanking here. What was you just yeah. recently talking about? Exploding topics, <laughs> right? Last, last week. Exploding <laughs> topics, uh, you know, uh, Pinterest, your own social account and the people that you follow. So really you can source topics from 
literally anywhere. I think Abby and I sometimes just sit down too and we're like, what's new in in the Instagram world or like what's new in SEO. And we sit down and we talk about that topic. So sometimes we ask our our audience too. We ask our audience. Yeah. Sometimes we're like, we talk about all of this stuff a lot. Are we missing something or is there something you want to hear from us as far as, you know, anything organic marketing goes or whatever. So um, there's so many ways that you can source different topics out there. Yeah. The last time I think we did this too, you had posted just like a bunch of question stickers and we did them by like, or maybe I did, I don't even remember. We're the same person, but (laughs) basically we posted a bunch of question stickers about like different topics and asked questions of like, what do you want to know about our business partnership? What do you want to know about, um, like being multi-passionate? What do you want to know about SEO? Like broke it all down and then pulled out all the nuggets from your questions. And if you participated in that, you're likely seeing your episode in the coming weeks um, pop in here because we want to create content for you. So like, please keep sharing that. But we also went back and like looked at what our top performing episodes were so far, um, which was just fun. One, it was fun to do because we noticed after we did that, that the first three were SEO, social and branding. Like, all three of our topics were the top three. And I was like, whoa, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it was really interesting. And it's fun just to like make sure that like we're hitting every content pillar that of the things that we like to talk about and what we know our audience likes to hear. So that can be a really good way too. like not even sourcing topics from like all of these tools and asking your audience, but actually looking at your analytics and being like, okay, here's what's performing really great regardless of platform. Like here's what's performing great on Instagram, blog, website, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. Yep. So then after we source out the topics, we bullet out the things that we want to cover in each episode. And when we say bullet, we are very rough here. We don't ever write out these episodes word for word because um, we want to keep it very, really conversational. We don't want to sit here and read a script or a lot of times when people read things too, I think they get like caught up on words or they they're reading it and then they screw up and then you get scared and you get nervous and you start to just kind of derail. So we always make sure that we're not writing out a script for each podcast. We're just keeping it very bulleted, very simple. What are the topics within that topic that we're going to touch on? Who's going to talk about what? And then we have our episode essentially created. We always make sure to have our intro which we we say welcome to the Do On Air podcast, whatever episode it is, and then uh, we just dive right into it. So the the intro stays the same. The outro will every once in a while change that up, but if that's generic, we can just use that same one every time. So really just uh, getting it kind of laid out so that you have a flow for your episode, but it doesn't have to be super rigid. And obviously you can go off course a little bit as long as you come back. And then... We usually schedule a batch recording day and we usually do this together. Like we said, today's a little unique because we're not together. It's a little sad, a little tear, Um, but it's so much easier to batch record uh, together or not. We need to sit down. We need to dedicate an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever it may be, depending on how many episodes we want to crank through. And we just record as many episodes as we can. I don't think we ever have a goal going into it. I mean, we have every once in a while. It's kind of loose. Like we want to do five today or six today, but sometimes it gets to the point where we're like, and we're done because we're just talking a lot. So I know I want to, I wonder what the most we've done is if it's like six, six I feels say like our six. max. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And I think so, it's even less with guests um, because guests can feel really heavy. So I think four is kind of our max, which feels like a lot, a lot for guests podcast batching too. But we also um, focus more like, and you can decide this. This can be like one of your goals too, is like, are you going to have a guest only podcast? How long are your podcasts going to be? Because that can help you understand how much you can batch. For us, we try to keep ours to like 20, 30 minutes max, like 15 sometimes is what we end up doing, which 15s are like nice and great. Um, but sometimes like content just needs a little bit more. So it's good to have that goal in advance and then figure out how you can batch backing into that goal so that you know, like, okay, I'm going to batch four at a time and I am going to like do that once a month. Like then you're only recording 12 times a year. It's kind of amazing. And like, if you think mm-hmm. about con- like overall content creation and how much time you spend creating content on Instagram and you can instead just spend 12 days a year prepping content for your podcast like that's kind of incredible yeah it's really great um so yeah just making sure that you're getting together and batching those I think that's been super helpful for us because then we just have months with of podcast episodes just ready to go um and they're really fun batching batch recording days are fun we get together we sit down we talk to the microphone we give the content to you guys we order lunch or breakfast or whatever it might be both sometimes and um it's just a fun day together so yeah um it's gonna be super fun side note it's gonna be very fun that everyone's still gonna be able to hear your voice when you're on maternity leave and we're gonna have to batch all of this content (laughs) batching might not be fun but it's also like you can take a break like you can take a break you can take a month off you can go like do things not be around and your content can still be living and performing for you and working. So that part is kind of cool in general, whether it's a maternity leave or a vacation. Right. Exactly. Yes. It's already done for you. Yeah. Uh, so the next thing we briefly touched on this earlier, but editing. So after you have your recording days, you have to either sit down and edit it yourself or um, give it to your podcast editor. In our case, it's Glenn. So we are super lucky to have him. So uh, Abby probably knows his schedule a little bit more or how he does it behind the scenes, but we just batch record. Yeah. And I think we let him know how many we got done and he does his thing and he's great. Right. I know he can he can batch edit, but I do have to say he tends to edit on Sunday evenings, <laughs> which I don't care. It's not my job, um, but it is it is something where I know like you can batch edit things just like you batch record things. So if you want to spend one day recording and editing in the same day, or schedule two separate days, like a recording day and an editing day, it's all definitely doable. Um, just kind of backing into again that goal of how often you're going to share your content yeah how quick is he at editing did you say like 20 minutes oh yeah or less kind of depends on the episode but it's funny there's been there was a couple where he's like wow that one was horrible like not us horrible but like horrible quality wise which I think was like one where I think my mic was backwards so this is one so for anyone who listened to the 
multi-passionate one. I think it was like seven signs that you're a multi-passionate entrepreneur. We were so excited about this episode. Like we love that episode, but the quality is not top notch. So if you've listened to that one and you're still here, we appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to re-record that one and we might. Uh, do it better. Um, a side note, does he ever say anything about me? Is he ever like, oh my God, Courtney, <gasps> like speak up. Yeah. Like, every time. Saying, I've, stop saying every but. time. <laughs> <laughs> No, but sometimes uh, he tells, he so, does sometimes tell us, and this is like, now we're like breaking down the secrets. We should have Glenn, like a tell all with Glenn. Um, yeah, he needs but, to be a guest. <laughs> he does say that sometimes we have too much space between our words. And then his biggest job in usually what takes up too much time with recording is finding that six second intro clip. So if you guys, and you likely don't notice this, but however you set up your like template for podcast podcasting like we have this little six second clip then we have our little music and then we have our intro so he is tasked with finding that six sec second clip and he is so creative at it sometimes like he edits together multiple sentences which I'm like, are you dang. serious? Yeah. I impressive. always <laughs> thought it was just like one fluid sentence. Sometimes it is, but sometimes he's like, I really couldn't find a good one. Like it's not. So I had to like clip. He's it like, out you guys didn't have or... one good sentence in that episode. <laughs> and we're like, whoops. <laughs> uh, there's only been a couple of times where I'm like, you picked a clip that has nothing to do with the episode. Did you even listen to this? And he's like, not really. So oh, no. he's so good at editing it and templating it out that he doesn't even have to listen to every word. So furthermore, awesome. once you figure it out and you know how to edit and what to look for in the software and the audio, the easier it's going to be for you and like less timely the process is going to be. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Too funny. All right. Well, after Glenn edits then and hands it over to us, thank you, Glenn. Um, <laughs> we just have a few more things that we have to do to get it live. So Abby scheduled it in Podbean. And then Abby also creates the show notes for our blog. And then I jump in and I create the social graphics that we usually share in our Instagram space. And um, a nice tool that you can use is Wave, W-A-V-V-E. Uh, this was something that we learned about in Jenna Kutcher's course as well. So if you follow us on Instagram, you'll notice that our podcast uh, posts are a carousel and the first First is an image of either us or something relevant to the content that we're talking about. And then you swipe and then it's the headline and a little snippet of what you will hear in the episode and the episode number. And then you swipe one more time and that's that wave template. So that's actually you hearing our voice and the words kind of um, popping up on screen. And that is what that wave template does is it allows you to put that podcast episode into that template and then have it um, have those words pop up on the screen as we're talking. So it's just kind of a fun tool to be a little creative in the Instagram or the social space and to give your audience, uh, you guys, a little snippet of what we might be talking about. Yeah. And when you schedule it too in uh, Podbean and then after you've scheduled it to go live, there's a little embed button and you just embed that content into your blog so that your podcast little preview link shows up there so that people can actually listen to your podcast episode directly from your blog, which is really nice for people who find your blog on Google or on Pinterest because then they can just listen to that episode right there and they don't need to go anywhere else like go to Apple, go to Google, whatever that may be. 
Yes. So, so yeah, that's it. I mean, that's kind of the way we do this and how it's brought to life. Um, it's something where once you get started and you get past all of that, okay, what mic am I going to buy? What recorder am I going to use? How am I going to add it? Like once you get through all of that, it really just kind of runs itself. It's so seamless. It's such an easy thing to add into our business. Um, and just something that we took way too long to get started on. And now it's not going anywhere. That's for sure, because it is like such an easy piece of content just to continue, continue doing. So best piece of advice that we'd have is stop looking at this as a holistic thing and just make it a checklist and do it one by one. Every day, give yourself a task. If today is buy a microphone, then just do that. And then the next day, you can focus on figuring out how you're going to record. Like take this as a checklist, step by step by step. And then before you know it, you'll be at the end and you'll be recording your first episode. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We absolutely love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.